Hello and welcome back to the EV Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Maharaj, and I'm joined by Alison Bench, the producer of the EV Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And today we're going to be joined by Casey Donahue, who is the CEO of an app called OptiWatt. Yeah, and OptiWatt is an app that exists essentially so EV users can download it and use it to help manage when their cars are charging. Yeah, and Casey really breaks down a couple of factors that determine when is the best time to charge your car. And I won't get into too many details because he explains it in the interview, but basically it's for cost reasons and environmental reasons. Mm -hmm. And he also, like you said, will explain this a little bit more, uh, a little better than we could, Mm -hmm. but he also kind of explains how OptiWatt is working with utilities essentially worldwide um, to plan and help reduce peak load demand, which, which we hear quite a lot. Like yeah, I think it's probably that's one, one of the our... biggest concerns that we hear from people. It's like, well, what's going to happen to the grid when or if a large number of people just go out and buy EVs? Mm-hmm. So this really helps to kind of mitigate those yeah, concerns. And, and you know, it's in, it's so interesting because we've talked to a couple utilities on the show and, and a lot of what we hear from them is that studies are being done. They're, they're already thinking about this. And then OptiWatt is another factor in that, you mm-hmm. know, the planning for the future where uh, this app exists as a way to make sure that the grid is not going to be uh, overwhelmed if everybody tomorrow goes and buys an EV. Yeah. So, you know, without further ado, let's get into that interview. And again, this is a conversation with Casey Donahue, who is the CEO of OptiWatt. Hi, Casey. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, thanks for having me. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about OptiWatt and what the application is used for, and then also a little bit about your role? Yeah, so I'm the CEO and founder of OptiWatt. OptiWatt is a home energy management application. As of today, users mostly use OptiWatt to save money on their electric vehicle charging, their smart thermostat and HVAC usage, and also see all the costs associated with these smart IoT-connected devices in their home. And is OptiWatt available everywhere in Canada, or are there particular areas um, that it's currently available in? So OptiWatt is a, is a free app available internationally, actually, um, where we have invested much more time in actually mapping out the utilities and the rates and making it a seamless utility integration is uh, North America, so Canada and the United States. So yeah, for most of Canada, um, users should be able to seamlessly integrate their their utility rates. Oh, nice. So if I'm the first one in my city who wants to use OptiWatt, I can go ahead and do that. There, like, there is no uh, setup. Basically, I download the app and I go through the normal process that anyone else would. Exactly. So in Alberta, we don't have time of use rates. And this is something that's come up when we've spoken to other guests from other jurisdictions where they do have time of use rates. What benefit is there for EV drivers in our region to use OptiWatt? And can you just explain a little bit about how the application helps people to save on their charging? Yeah. So so first, I'll get into the benefits. As of right now, if you're on a non-time of use rate plan or a flat plan, as we call it. Um, Really one of the main benefits, and this is actually how we started as a company, is around just seeing what your EV is costing you. Um, What what, what our initial thesis with starting OptiWatt was, is we knew that driving on a per mile basis, an EV versus a gas car 
was significantly cheaper. So we figured if we could bring that front and center and show people, it would actually encourage them to probably share with all their friends how significant their savings were driving an electric vehicle. So, I, you know, especially for new EV owners, one of the greatest thing you can do is connect your car. It's again, it's all through. Um, there's no hardware required. It's all through APIs and, and uh, network requests, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But if you connect your car, you can see exactly what it's charged, uh, what it's costing you to charge your electric vehicle. And you can look at that compared to any gas car you previously had. So in Optua, you can select, oh, I was driving a, you know, 1992 BMW or mm -hmm. something. And you can see the exact difference because we calculate the, um, the miles driven and the cost for both gas and EV and show you the savings. So that, so that's one of the biggest benefits on a flat rate. That's mostly on the consumer side. Now, later on, I'm sure we'll get into all the benefits uh, the utility can enjoy from having users in a more coordinated uh, pattern. But yeah, as of now, mostly if you don't have changing rates, then the main benefit is going to be around insights or optimizing your car for um, carbon emissions. So this is the idea of even though your electricity costs don't change throughout the day, the emissions and grid factor, basically how dirty the electricity is in your in your specific city or area does change. And what Optua does is we tie in with a, a fantastic data set called Watt Time to uh, map out localized emissions. And so if someone was on a flat rate, they could select our Save the Planet plan, and then we're actually going to charge the car at the uh, cleanest electricity generation times. So sorry, and can you just clarify a little bit about that um, for our listeners? So throughout the day, we get energy from different sources. And so that's kind of what you mean, right? You can show users when is sort of like the, the best time to use electricity where they're generating fewer emissions. That is correct. And not just show, but, but actually um, automate the car's charging time to align with those emissions. Okay. So rather than just telling the user, hey, it's, you know, cleanest at four to six today, mm -hmm. we'll actually look at their state of charge in their car when they need it ready and then most likely decide to charge the car automatically from four to six. OK, so that's a really handy feature because I'm sure one of the questions that people might have is like, well, what if the best time to charge my car is one in the morning? Right. I'm not going to set my alarm to wake up, but you can sort of set it so that it automatically starts charging at particular times. Exactly. So how much does OptiWatt work with utility companies and governments on the electric grid management? That's actually a core part of our business model. So we try to keep, well, we do keep the application free to the end customer. But how OptiWatt makes money is actually taking these electric connected vehicles that we have on our platform and working directly with the local utility to make sure that users are coordinating their charging times in a way that doesn't stress the grid. Um, you know, removes the cost for infrastructure upgrades and lowers the overall um, strain and, and risk of, of a blackout. So can you just speak a little bit more about the importance of charging during off-peak hours and the environmental benefits of doing that? Yeah, so it's all, it all depends on the region. Um, so in most regions, what happens during peak hours is you have the utility firing up coal plants. And these, are, these are one of the dirtier ways to generate electricity. And so in order to meet the peak demand when everyone's coming home at 5 p.m., you really need these peaker plants or, or oftentimes coal plants to, to match that electricity demand. So if you can really do what's called flattening the curve, the curve of electricity consumption, and shift people to later in the night, earlier in the morning, 
you can avoid having to build or even use these peaker plants and usually tie more electricity consumption with, with renewables or cleaner energy sources. Nice. So Alberta itself is fully transitioning away from coal-powered electricity uh, this year. Are there still environmental benefits of using OptiWatt? So once, you know, and I, I think a lot of cities, um, municipalities are kind of moving away from coal-powered electricity. So is there still that benefit to using OptiWatt when that transition happens? Yeah, great question. So, so what happens, let's say, um, let's say you, you move completely to hydro energy and, and it's 100% clean. Then really where OptiWatt is helpful is um, more grid infrastructure resiliency mm-hmm. and longevity. Um, so, so rather than shifting people to cleaner times, what we would actually do is tie load and groups of electric vehicles or thermostats to specific transformers, let's say, and extend the life of that transformer by making that sure the strain on that transformer was never too large at one time. Right. So this is the concept of 10 electric vehicles all in a cul-de-sac. Optiwatt would come in and make sure that only, you know, two charged and then the next two would charge and so on and so forth and until everyone had the charge they needed. And that's really important because that is a concern that we hear from a lot of people who are considering EVs or just people who are skeptical. It's it's that grid load, right? If everybody in my neighborhood goes out and buys an EV and we're all charging, can the grid control that? So this really helps with that. And that's really our core mission on our on our B2B side is how do we help that transition, whether it's getting people to cleaner times, whether it's reducing the um, the fact that the grid could black out or whether it's extending these transformers lives or other asset lives. Um, really, that's what we and utilities work very closely and very hard on is to make sure the transition to EVs is is as seamless as possible. Yeah. And we know OptiWatt is trying to connect more with Alberta users. Are there benefits to your company if people here in Alberta start using the app a bit more? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, one, it, it helps EV adoption, as I mentioned in the beginning of this call, even though you're on flat rates, seeing the costs associated with it. And if you're interested, um, optimizing those charging times around clean emissions, it sounds like this year, especially mm-hmm. before the shift is made, um, is extremely beneficial. And really, our a little bit of our go-to-market motion here is we offer this free app and try to provide value to customers before we even engage with the local utility so that when we engage a utility, we can have data on day one. We can have users that are already interested in these types of programs. We can really prove out the use case and usefulness of our application to the utility partners that we're trying to work with um, prior to even having a deal. So so it's one of the, the greatest things for us is the fact that we have users all over North America, even though we're not working with every utility in North America, it provides us a, a data set that can be really helpful for shaping how these managed charging programs should look. Thank you so much, Casey. This was so insightful. Before we wrap up the interview, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience? I think at Optiwatt, what we're really excited to do is not just stop at electric vehicles and thermostats, but do this for the whole home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our vision here is one of the biggest impacts we want to have is moving all home electricity consumption to the cleanest time possible. And to do that well, and to do that in a way that doesn't take down our electric grid infrastructure, what really is required is, is coordination across all these smart devices in all the homes in the United States and Canada. So that's really a mission of Optiwatt is to connect every smart device in the home that we can without needing to sell or or manufacture new hardware. There's plenty of existing 
hardware out there being part of this big electrification wave. Um, and we're really excited to figure out a way how to coordinate all these millions of devices going into homes in a way that's beneficial to both the grid and the end consumer. Well, thank you again so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of EV Life. If you would like to connect with myself and Allison or talk to just other Albertans who have questions about EVs or have experience driving EVs in Alberta, um, you can do so in the EV Life community on the AMA mobile app available in all app stores. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you.